0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome, to the Wed. welcome to the smoking word. Welcome, welcome to the smoking word. What's up, what's up, everybody? We are back, but before anything, December 8th through the 11th. Madball will be in Texas. So Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston, get those tickets. We will be in the building. Who knows when we'll be back? So bring brisket, bring your Stetsons, and let's get it going. Anyway, Smoking Word Podcast is always brought to you by com. Go support the show and cop some merch. We got T-shirts, pins, slides, You. If you want it, we got it. If you want to support the show, that's one way you could do it. Patreon. Shout out once again and always to my Patreon family around the planet. Because my Patreon family is live and supporting the movement, we're able to keep the show going and step things up. And um, we have a lot of things planned for the future because of my Patreon family. So shout out to them. And if everybody out there is wondering what the fuck Patreon is, number one, You're old. You're out of touch. But I'm here to put you uh, up to speed with everything. Patreon's a way you could um, invest in the show. So if you like what you hear, if you want me to keep coming at you every week, you want fucking these amazing graphics to keep being amazing, you can support the show. Patreon.com slash the smoking word. We got three tiers of stuff. You get exclusive footage a whole bunch of shit. Go there, check it out. The money goes right back into the show. We have a lot of stuff going on. We, we're dropping a YouTube channel that you could go support, but we're going to go live with it. We're going to get crazy next year. It's on right now. We are planning our move. So stay tuned for that Casa de Rock headquarters coming soon. Keep a lookout and make sure to, to subscribe and follow us on everything. So patreon.com slash the smoking word. If you want to invest money in the show and get that exclusive shit, Follow me on Instagram, Hoyarock357. Follow the Smoking Word podcast on Instagram. If you got any new music, if you want a shout out, if you want to talk shit, if you want to get threatened, you can hit us up on there. We'll get back to you. Um, Make sure you subscribe to everything. Subscribing is free. Attention, all you cheap bastards. Subscribing is free. And that's how we let everybody know that this podcast is in the motherfucking building. When we let the powers that be see a lot of subscriptions coming from around the planet, they're going to start recognizing and making sure this podcast gets, you know, the push it deserves and letting people know that we come from the greatest scene on the planet. So again, follow me on Instagram, subscribe, to me on Instagram. Subscribe to the Smoking Word podcast. Subscribe to Smoking Word TV on YouTube right now. I'm waiting to hear those bells ringing. Leave those comments and repost. Shout out to Warlock Cabs again. Shout out to all my homegrown businesses out there who are doing quality work. Shout out to all my boys out there and girls um, doing the podcasting doing all the alternative things in our in, in our uh, movement besides being able to play shows and shout out to everybody who are playing shows. Um, we got to keep this fucking movement moving. We got to keep it growing. We got to stay focused, everybody. We have a lot of things planned. I'm trying to take this podcast shit to another level, trying to represent this hardcore shit to another level. This episode I just did, we're doing things a little different this week. I'm doing my intros at the end to give you a little recap. And the recap you're about to get is shout out to my brother, the number one um, uh, uh, vocals behind the number one hardest, one of the hardest bands probably ever in heavy music. I said it ever. My bro, Jamie Jaster from Hey Breed and we talked that shit we decided to get up in the morning we talked we had some coffee and we talked that shit we got into um everything from um wearing mask to um UFC to um a lot of shit it's um it was good to catch up with him make sure you tune in make sure you go support fucking um the Jasta um podcast go support heybreed because if you want to get two or three extra reps out of every fucking deadlift rock that heybreed shit but um Make sure you subscribe, tune in, and enjoy the episode, everybody. Jamie Jaster, hey, Breed. Let's set this shit off. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I want to see a wanna jasta. You remember shasta cola? You remember oh, yeah. that? That shit had
1: stock in it.
0: Yo, but it wasn't jasta. It was shasta.
1: <laughs> but there you was know, there was jasta with a J O S T A too. That was there? What a soda.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even know the shasta. That shit was big. <laughs> Yo, what up? It was all what the patri? Listen, and what you up to, kid? You just, just waking up. <laughs> no,
1: I just got back from the post office. I didn't have a mask. I almost got. In oh, trouble.
0: they thought. Oh yeah, you got it. You got it, you got a pow pow? We know that pow pow in Spanish. <laughs> you know how crazy? Listen, I, I, you know again. we tra- You know, we all been talked this political shit, whatever, whatever. But how crazy is that that you get flipped on? You know, and whatever. If you're with it or not, like pe- some people were like come at you like in regular life they'd be shook of you but now they'll cut get at you
1: yeah and i i thought oh shit we're still doing this i was like i'm just dropping the packages i just dropped them and i bounced but but yeah i guess some people are still doing it but yeah hey whatever floats your boat i'm just trying to
0: yeah no uh, me too i don't care if you it or not but how (laughs) yeah i love watching people when i like i (laughs) my boy we were at a dunkin donuts we were when we had these shows and he forgot his mask. We were in Connecticut, as a matter of fact, I think it was. And he, had, he didn't have his mask on. And he's like, you know, just look into like trying to order something. And I see this lady, you know, she's a real concerned lady, with the baby. <laughs> and she's looking at him with the look of Devin. I don't say nothing. I'm laughing. And then I tap him on the shoulder. I go the mask. He said, like, oh, oh, you had to see her face of disgust. It was yeah. so. And I'm like, yo, relax. You had Dunkin Donuts. You don't give a fuck about your life that much. <laughs> right?
1: I know. I know what's gonna kill you first, the, the Rony Rona or the or the <laughs> listen, crawler.
0: Listen, you know, don't take my abs, don't kill yourself. I still love all that shit. I'm not one to be talking about you know health or <laughs> nothing like that. But I I say this: I say, um, you know, um, you're gonna make me do that to do this, but you won't stop me into going a 7-Eleven and buying Hershey bars, and I was pre-diabetic, you know what I mean? It's so I don't know, but it's great. four-ounce soda. Hell yeah. They, they ain't going to stop. There's a new Hershey bar and a new M&M's every day.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I love and, and-
0: them, but they're going to kill you just as fast as anything else. <laughs> Trust me on that. And I love them, everybody. Listen, I'm not Toby. I'm not, you know, God bless Toby and all that. I eat good every other day. Well, I just wonder why people who are so
1: down for the mask and all this stuff can't just also admit that you can eat healthy exercise and take the quercetin take the zinc take the magnesium at night do all this other stuff that many homeopathic doctors told me and my daughter because my daughter has asthma and yes. she went on this whole thing with vitamin d yeah. this doctor, this new doctor she was seeing she um oh sorry do i got my patreon people uh not they gotta mute their mics let me see well, mic muted you. you gotta the mute Mike your muted. mic somebody's got their mic on we gotta we gotta get rid of that there we go thank you um but so so i was looking at the list of stuff and i gave it to randy i gave it to mark uh i gave it to a bunch of our guys when we did this megadeth tour and it's yeah it's not it's not cheap like if you're gonna take the nad and some of these supplements they're like 50 dollars a bottle but man i felt so good on the tour and wasn't worried about and i was flying every other day and you know if you fly like you could possibly you know get the cold or the flu or whatever and but i was like how is it any different we're sitting like a whole row six four and four in one flight but then they're like in the line, they're like, oh, yeah, stand six feet apart. It's like, what well, it this makes no sense. Like, but but people who are so down for it, they don't want to even go down that path because they're worried about what people are going to think about them. And yeah, yeah
0: you not know, exactly. It's like now, God forbid you say what you do or not. It's like, Yo, are you all you vaccinate or not. It's like drum roll, please. You don't know if they're going to start beef. They're going to be <laughs> your friend or not no more. You know, they're going to give you a, you know, like I'm like, I, yeah, no joke. I really don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to care. I don't want to talk about it. I do not it.
0: give. A, I don't want to <laughs> know if you got herpes. To me, it's the same shit. If you had a store on your wee wee or on your on your whatever you want to call it, yeah. I don't want to know. I don't need exactly. to know. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's all good. If you had it, cool. Salute. If we're talking about it, cool. Bring it up. And you know, otherwise, I'm good with that. You know, but yeah. I mean it's like, but yeah, but I really don't care like if you do or not. But it's crazy how now, listen. I said it before. I know guys, uh, some of our very close friends, that guys where we grew up together that would have killed for each other, that um, 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 um uh, almost killed people for just looking at their friend the wrong way. Yeah. Now <laughs> won't even talk to each other because of two rich dudes that don't even know who the fuck they are and give a fuck about who they are. And now they won't even talk or, or, or hate on each other. And I'm like, dude, they're winning. Well, forget yeah. what side. They're all winning because we're going at each other and we're supposed to be the last stand, meaning the underground movement.
1: Yeah, no, for real. And, and the the major corporation shit, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I've taken many a major corporate check, but I knew the whole time that the, the what they're trying to do is strictly based off of Money and no communication with middle management and right up to the top. It's like, if you want to keep getting this check, you got to fall in line. You got to do this. You got to do that. And it's actually really liberating when you don't have to play that game. I used to see people miserable and I'd be like, this guy's making like 400 grand a year working at this corporation, but they're miserable because they know. Especially if you're in like what I call the death dealing business, like if you work for big tobacco or big pharma or big sugar or any of these big corporate. I mean, yeah, the checks are great. I'm sure the swimming pool is great, but you see what it does, the mental toll yeah. that it takes on people. If you And I know people like I know a guy who's like an ambulance chaser, lawyer and is so stressed out all the time. And freaking out every day about this client and that client, and this guy's following him, and this guy's looking for him, and and I'm like, yo, you're worried about this shit. Like th- the stress is gonna kill you. Yeah. So it, and and when you, but if you even say that, like if you because people have mania, I call it the c the c word mania. I don't want to fuck up your algorithm by saying the the c word. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's mania where it takes over their entire life, and you go, Yo, there's way worse problems than the c word. There's way worse problems, and they go, How could you say that? No, no, it's a worldwide pandemic. No, 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 no. There's other way worse problems. Trust me, that you're taking the focus off of, and uh, and and just going back to the corporate shit, the 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 checks that people take and the stress that they go through just to pay the bills. I go, you got to get your priorities straight because it's, it's a time is fleeting. You only have so long. And if you're, if you're not being true to yourself, um, that's way worse than.
0: Yeah. And you're the perfect guy for this. And, and this is the thing with this. And this is talking about like even taking the, the corporate world and, 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 and a corporate check we take, the fucking corporate check because we're doing what we do. We're not doing something for them. We were doing what we always did. Haybreed is doing what Haybreed always did. And they want to give you whatever they want to give you. You take it. Now, if Haybreed started fucking doing some other shit for that check, that's where the fake shit comes. That, that old punk rock underground mentality, it molded us. But we refined that shit. We relearned, we okay, yeah, fuck corporate. No, take... If they want to give us something for what we do and what we love, why shouldn't we? But we take the mentality of we're not going to change to get that check, one. And number two, if we get in that corporate door, bring your people with you. Because then that's the, not the corporate thing to do. And that's what guys like you done. That's like, guys, what we try to do is if we get a foot in, we try to bring people in. You know, that's, yeah, and that's I the always, difference. I always-
1: I always bring you guys up as an example too, because I always said that from the beginning, like you got to infiltrate the system part yeah. of the pun, and, th- and when you do, and then you invest in yourself, like this is what I told my lawyer friend, why, are, why aren't you taking all this money instead of this bullshit materialist shit, like these little, the things that they give the kids and, and they, they don't even care. They'd rather play with the box than the yeah. actual item. I said, you should invest in yourself and go spend it in this area, where, whether it's strengthening your mind, gaining knowledge, whatever whatever it is that's going to get you out of this fight or flight mode and this mania mode that everybody's in and even that is offensive to people like when you come at them with a calm just cool um rational focus they can't even deal with that because they're so fight or flight yeah about every last thing and you know oh man i had i can't even tell you how many people I, i you know will come up to me and be like yo i uh I could never say this publicly, but I've been following John Joseph and I've been following, you know, and like, yeah, I listen to the podcast. And, and it's I'm like, look, you got to live your truth. You got to yeah. you got to you got to do what you got to do. But like you said, if you get your foot in the door and you're and you use that check, like I'll take an energy drink check. I, I don't drink, but I've taken liquor company checks, but I reinvested it. And I, re- <laughs> I you know, I got a buddy who's a, was a day trader. And he's he's like, I'll never invest in oil. I'll never invest in McDonald's. And so there's like a limit that people have of what they'll do. Yeah, of course. And and I said, yeah, but if you if you did, I wouldn't either. Like, I don't care. I'm not interested in that stuff. But if you if you did that right and you became uh, independently wealthy and you reinvested in the stuff that you liked to do or that was meaningful to you, who can who is anybody (laughs) to judge? Robin Hood,
0: you know, what I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're just a fucking modern day Robin Hood. You know, when you put it in a story form and candy feed it to people, it's cute. And OK, everybody can eat it when you when you when you two out in the, in the open. People can't handle it. You know, it's too rough on. But that's exactly I never understood that. I was like, you know, I could understand if you have some beliefs. And all right, cool. I back you on that. So like with me it's like, no, if I think it's a cool product. Oh, yeah, whatever. Or if I'm like, yeah. I don't think it's fucking, you know, I'm not out to be a mass murderer. I don't want to you know, invest in a product that's going to kill people or hurt people. But if it's some, but if you want to break down like a soda, then, OK, go through your fridge. I bet you everybody in their house has shit that we shouldn't have. That's, you know, was made, you know, with, with, with some type of illegal labor or yes. some type of something. <laughs> So everybody's not Gandhi. And even Gandhi was shady, by the way. I fucking yeah. <laughs> read a lot of shit on that motherfucker. Fuck Gandhi, everybody. Yeah. Because- and then, and then
1: the, the people using the soapbox, they're always like, trying to come, out, come at you with this. like They're the moral authority on something. And it's like, yo, just hold on. Hold on. Like, I remember this kid was so bummed. We did the Jaegermeister tour. And he was writing me every day on MySpace or whatever it was. And finally, I had to be like, yo, yo, hold up. You, you don't you don't get how the world works you if i go and i get this check and then i go put out all these bands on my label i got life-changing money with this and so and and i am not gonna st- if like why would i come out and be like hey anybody who's coming to our concerts don't drink don't enjoy yourself because yeah just because i'm not you know a thousand's too many and one's too many and a thousand's not enough for me. So I can't partake. Right. I did at one point and it almost, you know, <laughs> it was almost lights out. So, but when I, when I realized that I got all these other guys, a road crew, a whole label management, all this stuff, I go, well, yeah, why am I going to be the stick in the mud? I could go with the flow here. And sure. I might lose one kid who, who's who's, so upset that we would do a Jaegermeister presents tour but the thousands i gained and touched with the lyrics and then and even now i had people come to me going on this tour with megadeth going oh my god i first saw you on that tour with typo or that tour with slayer it was the slayer the first one we did the big one was yeah was with slayer we it wasn't a as big of a check but it you know, you, you do that so that way when the time came for us to do it with type o, of the check was like 10 times. And at that God. point, you're, you're thinking, OK, wow, now I can really make a difference. But um, look, it's different strokes for different folks. If someone there's people that believe, you know, they're so punk rock that they don't even want to put out the song. They don't even yeah,
0: they're fucking they're, morons. That's <laughs> what I call them. They're fucking morons. That's all fantasy bullshit. <laughs> You know, like we look at we know where we come from, and I and I, and I say it with you because you are hardcore kid. I don't get you know, whatever, whatever. hay Haybreed's his own animal, you know. That's a fact. I, I don't, you know, hay breed is hardcore metal, it's ever, it's fucking anger and it, it, <laughs> it's in in and sound. You a hardcore motherfucker, period. You know, that's how we come from. We know it, and that's what it is. But it, that, that's the, the, the you know, but all that mentality of that old, old shit. Like I said, we took it. We refined it. We took what works and we threw out the, the bullshit because there's a lot of that bullshit, too. Like, oh, I'm going to hate on you for doing good. That's yeah. what they basically were saying. That's the punk rock part. The punk rock is destroyed. Hardcore was to rebuild. That's yes, why exactly. I always say I'm a hardcore kid. I know where the roots come. Yeah, we know it comes from punk rock and it comes from rock. and We all know that. comes from two cavemen hitting rocks. We know where music comes from. <laughs> I'm a hardcore kid, not a punk rocker. Shout out to all my punk rockers out there. We know that's the DNA. And what the vehicle doing-
1: is the the vehicle is the vehicle. Like if some, I remember when you guys signed a roadrunner, people were like, Whoa. oh, what the fuck? How can you and you go, wait, 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 hold on. No, you don't understand. Yeah. The whole point is to get out of the situation. And then when you're when your message and when your when your vehicle is the distribution of the music and your message that's within the music, hops onto one of these vehicles, it doesn't change the message of the music. Like I so I, and I tried to have this debate with the kid who was like, how could you do this? I said the 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 band Slayer, we wouldn't be a band without Slayer, right? They have what we call overhead buses, lights, smoke. They were dropping blood on their fucking yeah, I mean, it was wow. crazy production. And so what they do is people are going to go to a concert and they're going to drink regardless. They're going to they're going to drink all these different major corporate alcohol brands. This is this has been going on since the 20s. It is what it is. It's been going on probably since the caveman days, like you yeah. said, gather around the fire. They're drinking some meat or some <laughs> yeah. shit, you know, and and I am not going to stop that as one man. I'm not going to stop that. I can still have my personal views and use this vehicle to promote the message. And that's why I changed the message from yeah. nihilistic and, and anti this and anti that from the first record to the second record. Cause I saw, it's not about what vehicle you latch onto. It's about the message. Does the message uplift people? Yeah. If, if I drink an energy drink or drink a shot of Jaeger, my story, that does not change the message. And same thing with you. That's why when I would defend Madball or defend, even, you know, even if you look at someone like H2O, which people really i mean they came they came down h2o way, way harder than they, yeah. they did you guys yeah um for signing to mca but i go how does it change the message the message is yeah. unity the message is thinking for yourself the message is uh lifting yourself up so that we can provide a better world and a better um life for our family and our friends
0: yeah and and, and i said the hard stuff like, to understand you the know? same show like like what hey brie with that let's say the jagermeister tour i'm like do you understand why motherfuckers should thank Jägermeister even if you're not a drinker? I said, even if you're not a drinker, you got 10, 12 bands that you would have never seen on your fucking city because of Jägermeister and because you took the Jägermeister, Lou, and also that, that push and... Your flavor, your your DNA, with the shit you like, you in tune with what's going on, and say, "Yo, let me throw these shows together." Let's, or oh, we could put these shows together, whatever it be. When you taking sponsors or whatever, I go, I'm not an anti-sponsor guy. You know, some people, fuck this, fuck. I go, it's different when you're doing it for what you do. There's nothing wrong. They're investing in you. That's why. shot so it's Patreon. a rightful right. It's a rightful
1: piece of the pie that you deserve. If the label, That's what I mean, the the the, the label is not even doing half of the promotion that a company like Jaegermeister would do. Why? Because they want to see there's the P&L sheet, right? The profits yeah. and losses they want to see, especially for a band like Madball, they were probably printing money because they'd had such low overhead. Yeah. And then what people don't realize is that the obituaries and the DSIs and the Madballs mm-hmm. without those bands, you don't get Nickelback. You don't get Slipknot. That's how you built the castle. But when the castle is like, yo, we got too many people in the castle. We got to, we got to thin the, you know? Oh yeah. And that happened with us, right? We, we were, we were at roadrunner too. And, um, the analogy I'm trying to make or the point I'm trying to make is that when you, when you ask for a rightful piece of the pie, you're buying in you're you're, it's equity. You know, people used to throw the term around "sellout" around, and I'm happy that that's kind of deaded now because now everybody's like an Instagram influencer and they're selling fucking tea and yeah, and CBD yeah, yeah. and and yeah, all that yeah. shit, right? But that's a rightful piece of the pie for anybody whose message brings people through the door. And if we had imagined that back in the day, if we went to like Babyhead and we were like, "Yo, give us a cut of the bar," But yeah. the cover the cover bands were doing it. The cover it's bands. True. We're getting it's a true. piece of the bar, but we wanted to. Do, we wanted more unity. We wanted all ages. So what did we do? We sacrificed the cut of the bar. And when I first learned what the cover band was making, and I, I was like, and <laughs> that was in the Bay Ridge days, and they only had a couple cover bands.
0: Oh but when yeah. When I saw
1: yeah, like, the contract come through, and I go, whoa, 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 wait a second, this club holds like fucking two hundred people. How are they making ten grand? And oh, this okay. is in the late, this is in the mid '90s, late '90s. I go, wait a, second. they go, oh, because they're giving them a cut of the bar. I go, what? how much f- money are people spending on booze? They go, oh, they're they're dropping
0: like you know hundred bucks each a person. I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. And you think about it like that, it's fucking insane how that works. And, you know, and and also at the same time, we, it's. It's a build-up process. We could invest early on because we're living with our parents. We're living on people's couches. It it doesn't have to be about the dollars and cents. So we'll do whatever we got to do to make happen. Like, you know, you booked enough shows. How you got to pull from here, grab from there to make things happen. All right, now you get older. Now you got a family. Now you got to see something. You know how it is. We do, you know, like I was saying, shout out to the all the patrons that, not just ours, yours, anybody out there, who's a patron to anything they support because where the support is what makes these things continue. You know what I mean? And it also, it, it keeps um, um, everybody um, in contact with each other. It's like, you know, it's our, our own world, you know, it's our own family, everybody who follows you and is a patron to your network. This is like a, you know, a, a club, you know what I mean? It's a, a, our own family, our own news network. Cause that's what I, I tell people. I go, it ain't, I don't gotta be so much about news. But we are all the news networks of the underground at the moment because we all still got control on what we want out there. If we're just talk whatever we're talking about, we're talking about real shit. Nobody's telling us what to talk about, what we could say. We you know, it might get cut off, but we can say (laughs) whatever we want to say and do whatever we want. And who's more in contact with our world than the guys in our world? We're so, you know, the people that are. We're still living it. We're not like outsiders talking about what happened 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Or- and it, and it's
1: good It's good that these conversations happen because then people get that, okay, if I'm, you know, th- uh, this kid from Connecticut and I'm buying a record and I'm not realizing that my, you know, I mean, that shit was like 14, 15 bucks. I'm not realizing that that 14 bucks is buying one due to Castle, but I'm trying to support the band. So these yeah. conversations then enlighten people to go, oh, wow. Yeah, let's have a more fair and equitable uh, situation, whether it's the podcast revenue or the music revenue or the streaming or whatever. And, you know, people will always be like, oh, it's all it's with Just, It's all about money. And this and that I'm like, yeah, because maybe you had money. You didn't have to worry about it. I yeah. didn't have shit. So that I, yeah. I had to worry about it when I got, you know, when my landlord is telling me, you know, and, and there's ice on the steps and he's like, yo, go fuck yourself. I am putting in a railing. I'm thinking like, damn, I better sell some records and book some shows so I can put in my own goddamn railing. Then I was like, wait a second. I should own the fucking house. I'm paying into the fucking equity. This dude is taking money off the top. He ain't paying a mortgage. This is all profit for him. His father gave him the house. Well, guess what? I didn't have a father to give me a house. I had to build my own house. So when you have these conversations and people get value from them, I go, okay, how do we make this more equitable how do we make this so people see and and now that i own my master's on a couple of josta records and i'm you know fixing the, the the issues from the past business dealings and stuff still to this day you know you, you different things will come up and you go okay yeah um let's not do it like that that's that's what it is you it's it's you learn as you go and so when people take one little instance and they judge your whole career off it you go you're missing the point it's a constant moving target, all this shit. Yeah. And, and how we survive is provide value, whether it's through the music, through the message, through the pot, if the podcast entertaining or not, like I have a podcast right now, I'm, my phone is blowing up. I got to take it down with Brent. <laughs> Brent's wife is he's blowing my phone up. He's from Mass He didn't even say anything that bad, but people are <laughs> blowing it out of proportion. He said, you know, when we were kids, we would go, oh, that's gay. We're not. It has nothing to do with
0: anybody. We we know that we know that (laughs) that's today's thing that, you know, every word is looked is is dissected, you know?
1: Right. So So that's so he said that about uh, like, he didn't want to do the Mayhem Fest tour and he go or play with disturbed. So now you got disturbed. Fans are mad. His wife is saying that all the websites are blowing him up and the LGBT community is mad at him for not just saying it's lame instead of saying it's gay, because I guess you're supposed to, you know, that's what it meant. It was it was lame. That's what yeah. it always meant. It wasn't yeah, exactly.
0: It. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, we know what it means. And look at we I you know, I can't speak for somebody who offends them or whatever, but I just got to say this for myself because i I'm also a work in progress. You know, a, a lot of people we're learning this shit, how to acknowledge, you know, I got my G E D. That's three letters that I gotta remember. G-E-D. <laughs> That's already hard for me to remember, you know, L B G R2 D2. <laughs> I I'm down for whatever. Join my Patreon and support the movement I'm in. But you know, I say this with all that shit on the reel. I'm like, people got to understand we're gorillas. Some of us, some of us are more sophisticated. I, I consider myself a sophisticated gorilla, <laughs> but some of us are, and, and it doesn't mean that we're broken that, Oh, they're just how they are by the way they talk. Some of us just don't know. And we're learning, you know, again, Guys like us, we had um, um, the privilege of being in music and being around different kinds of people and experiencing things differently. So we so we got a bigger worldwide view early on. Everybody doesn't get that. So I learned to understand how some people... It's hard. It's a lot of new
1: rules. But, but let's... Yo, know, when you say some people, let's be honest. It's mostly blue check, Ivy League... Yes. Upper middle class or super rich people telling us who, these people have never worked a minimum wage job. They never been to CBGBs or the Riv in Chicago or, or, or the Fireside Bowl when when shows were black, Hispanic, Asian. We had the luxury of that they they haven't so then all of a sudden they're flying this pc flag everywhere Uh, trying to be the moral police on everything and it's like slow down there's a thing called a grace period i get it like i get it you're a freshman in college your parents paid for you to go to fucking penn state or whatever and you want to fucking fly your flag and uh you you, we wrote about this on the perseverance record because that was during the bush era and it was like it was it was it was it was One of those things where you went everywhere and people would want to ask you about politics. Every interview was about Bush and this and that. And I would go, you know, Bush is a rich kid who had everything handed to him. You want to talk about politics? I grew up in New Haven. It's it's poverty right there. And then you have Yale, which is just secret societies, money, deep, 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 deep generational wealth where people, they can do anything with impunity and never have to pay. They can get off on every charge, not even a fucking parking ticket. So when yeah. you have when you have this type of um, disparity in, in not only just opportunities, but in in in, you know, I mean, we my father used to have to go to a check cashing place and they would yeah. take seven percent of his fucking check. Couldn't even get a bank account. Then when he did, when he was able to get a bank account, you go, wait a second, there's these people, they're living a lot differently than me. So when I see these rich kids. Trying to tell grown ass men about the world, I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a thing called a grace period. Yeah. Everybody needs a grace period. If you're mad that Brent said disturbed was gay, he needs a grace period to, of the time for someone to tell him, yo, we're not saying that anymore or whatever. Yeah. Or don't be mad when you need a grace period when he goes, no, fuck you. This shit's yeah. gay. I don't want to fucking deal with your shit. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not gonna change my shit because there are dudes like I know dudes like that that are like, yo, I ain't fucking stopping. Yeah. I'm saying yeah, all the, this yeah. shit. I know. And, I know and, and you know what? They earned that because especially like dudes that I worked washing dishes with or dudes I worked in the kitchen with. If a Jamaican dude wants to call, you know, this Jewish dude something, and the Jewish dude wants to call him something, and they're in a fucking uh, kitchen together, yeah, who yeah, am yeah. I to say you can't do that? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. They're friends. Yeah. Yeah, you know,
0: there's, I, I, there's- you know, so, I, you know, I, I tend to say certain slang words that w- w- that came with me since I was a kid that I've been working on. But I work on it for myself. Nobody's ever told me shit, but I work it up for myself because that's one thing. Like I said, I, I try to refine myself in some ways, not with everything, because I am who I am. But there's certain things that I could say, like... Uh, back in the day i would say gay or whatever this and that and you know but i get it now why i wouldn't say cuz i got gay friends and i wouldn't i wouldn't want them if they don't know me that good that i wouldn't want them to take it that way cuz i don't want nobody to feel like shit you know what i mean because right. well, whatever if it doesn't
1: serve you well, exactly what, pe- people will get mad at me when i exactly. first started the podcast they'd be like yo why are you censoring yourself why are you editing yourself i go yeah. it doesn't serve me yeah. to speak like this anymore Yeah, I'm not doing it for you because I don't want to be canceled. They're still calling. They're still calling me a whole They're still calling me a racist. They've tried to cancel me a hundred fucking times and it doesn't work. So like when they re put out some article, like literally, I'm not even kidding you. The 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 shit was from like 96 where, okay, you're mad that I called someone the F word or you're and I don't I don't even think I said that. I don't even think I maybe I said maybe I said they were gay. Meaning lame, right? Yeah. But if but if if you're going to dig that far back and try to say that's who I am now, yeah, that you're reaching. It's like with George from Corp, you know, from Cannibal Corpse. They they got rid of his character on World of War World of Warcraft because he said I something didn't know was that. gay like ten years ago and but they're having their own problems that that company Activision Blizzard they got sexual misconduct misconduct rampant in the company but what are they doing they're trying to defer yeah. they're trying yeah. to pass the buck they're yeah. trying to they're trying to um so that's why i always say like clean up your own fucking house before you try to go clean up the other shit and and i had an opportunity that it came up they're like yo you know do you remember this from like 96 where you said this dude was gay or whatever I'm like, no, I was, you know, how much, you know, like, no, you I was wanna- fucking.
0: Oh, yeah, I was 16. And, yeah. and, and, and oh, yeah. What else did I do? Oh, you mean when I was smoking dust and I was a oh, wow, Well, yeah, like you could tell me who, the shit I say fucking last week is fucking nuts.
1: Right. I, I'm just I go, saying in general. Yeah, I'm, I go, I'm, I'm crazy. What, I go, who is this person that's that's bringing this up again? And who are what are they like? There's a the fucking moral. Uh, authority on everything get the fuck out of here like that's the that's the shit that drives me crazy but you know what i do i just go out i turn off the computer i turn off the phone i just approach everything with gratitude i treat people with kindness and respect and look i don't need it doesn't i'm not being um uh fake or false if i don't use uh the word uh tranny i never yeah. used it
0: yeah, I never, yeah, it
1: didn't serve me. Why? Yeah, I, it yeah, doesn't yeah. feel good to say that word. And now that I know people that are trans, I wouldn't do it out of respect to them. And so it's like it, and I'm not cherry picking words. I'm not I'm not um, I'm not saying, you know, everybody has to do it. But look into yourself first. Look inward before you start going, oh, this guy did this. And this guy said that,
0: yo, you could. there's way worse problems in the world. And, and definitely, and people on that side in the in the whole LBG uh, community, I just want them to do this. its just, hey, give a ch- give a guy, give or whoever guy over, give them a chance to to, to, to change. Don't just the shit on them. Grace period. Yeah, yeah. You got to give them a, a You could maybe let them know, hey, what you're saying is out of pocket, because n- n- people don't always know what they're saying. You know, people, we, we, humans are the smartest, dumbest animals on the planet. You know what I mean? And Somebody being uh, if being gay, uh, you know, a lot of gay people been, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, pushed aside and shitted on for years so they should know what it feels like for people not to give them a chance. They should just give something, not, and not all people are, are accusing people of being homophobic and stuff like that, but you got to give some of these people a chance because me personally, I know gorillas that may use that word but I know in their heart they don't mean that because I've seen them and they might even have somebody in their family who's gay or whatever. And I know they're saying it because they grew up with a bunch of meatheads like we all did and that was just lingo. Is it right? No. But the same way, like the word Nazi, I talked about it before. People are calling, you know, uh, um, uh, 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 some rich white kid who, who, who voted for Donald <laughs> Trump a Nazi. I'm like, no. We know who Nazis are, <laughs> yeah. not some rich white kid who may say, yeah, you know, uh, um, let's get tacos with, with Pablo. And then somebody. No, we know motherfuckers that had swastikas that would try to plan cross burning, And we had yeah. to fuck these people up because we just wanted to play a show. And we were 15, 16 year old kids making real power moves in a real change against racism. Not this fucking fantasy shit that goes on now. And I yeah. know you know about it. We know because we all had to handle it. You know what I mean? It was all and, in and,
1: it. and 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 when you've had interactions and then someone comes back, right? Like it's how I can't tell you how many signings, especially on the first album, like when we would do the in-stores, yeah. And some kid comes in and he's got some fucking stupid shirt on or some fucking um f- stupid flag. And we yeah. go, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, this is anti-American. And then you and you have to educate them. And you go, yo, this just because the band's the name hate is in the band has nothing to do with that. You gotta look deeper than that. And then they come back two years later and their favorite bands. Are all our favorite bands and they have a wider friend group and yep. they're not ignorant and they, they they would thank us and go and go, if you guys didn't call me on my shit, I might yeah. have believed this shit. And yeah, to me, if you could change one mind and 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 diffuse or um or de-escalate one situation, you don't know the type of opportunity that could bring, right? Because in and and ba- I'm sure now you know with the rise of certain um groups you know that have been manipulated with with um social media and anybody who's ever been um you know way out to the i don't want to name any states uh by 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 name, name. but that, like the, name. the the northwest um you know the like you said the ivy league kid who voted for trump is not the problem there's like actual full organized groups yes. that want to see like the genocide of a race so exactly. you're so you're you're fucking discounting you're you're taking away the the true issue here and you're you're just to look like you're some moral authority yeah. and really If you're really about that life, then you need to go out there and you need to, if you really want to fucking get rid of that, then you got to figure out, okay, we're going to, there ain't going to be no de-escalation at that point. Yeah. Uh, I just watched the thing, you know, you should watch the documentary about Randy Weaver. I watched it randomly last night. I, I got about halfway through. And uh, it's crazy. He's still alive, but he was like this white separatist uh-huh. who got all involved with the Aryan Brotherhood and all this stuff. And oh, and I know wanted. that guy. I know him. Yeah, <laughs> he texted me yesterday. <laughs> oh no, wrong guy. Yo, shout out to Eric.
0: No, anyway, whatever.
1: <laughs> but but he they they came to him and and the feds, the, uh, people in in the um, white separatist group or the or the Nazi group, they came to him. And they're like, yo, we need some some, some uh, shotguns, sawed off. And he was hurt. He was hard up for money and he sought off the shotguns and the feds were on to him and they Mm -hmm. said, Oh, we got you on this, but you got to give up all these dudes or, you know, you got a rat or we're going to take your land. We're going to do, you know, and, and he got into this fucking standoff with them and they killed his kid. They killed his wife. The feds killed his kid, killed his wife. And it caused this whole thing. It's a fascinating story about, this dude who just basically wanted to get out of society. And, but when you get out of society and when you're away out there and you're looking for a community, he got, you know, tangled up with these dudes. And believe me, there was some, there, everybody was crazy in this documentary. The feds were crazy. The, the Nazis were crazy. The, the church people were crazy. They think the end times is coming. and The whole situation is crazy, but it made me think, you know, because you, you're, you're judging them while you're watching it. Right. And you're going, either these people are just stupid, or, or, um, or the feds like we're stupid because they, I mean, who fucking shoots the guy's wife with a sniper rifle? They basically, it was like 400 fucking dudes versus like three or four. Yeah, and it turned into this whole thing that now I guess the FBI uses as like this is what we don't do. We uh-huh. we don't do it like this. We try to de-escalate. Yeah. They, they had this radio show, like uh, a right wing, like radio show host guy come in and try to talk to him. And he was the one who could reason with the dude. And so that more people didn't get killed because one of the feds got killed. Wait,
0: yeah. Yeah. Fucking um, 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 um,
1: Ruby Ridge.
0: Yeah. The fucking what the, the what they were called, the the homeboy, the K- Koresh with the fuck the, the one that was just on. Right. The, the most recent one. No, it was it. it, it I, th- I don't think they
1: had anything to do with them, but it was just like the church that they were going to was kind of similar. It was because oh, that heat. was almost
0: the same way, you know, with, with, with Koresh and those fucking guys where they had them, the same shit. They, You know, the church or whatever. They had some gun shit or whatever. And yes. then the feds, they ended up... Let me tell you, I always just knew that, that that story from the news and I didn't really look deep in it. I saw that documentary. I was bugging out because they started um, trying to take over the house and like little kids, and like the mothers were dying in the basement, you know, because uh, the feds were shooting um, tear gas that was proven to to light shit on fire, and they were trapped in the basement and all this shit. And, and that was one of the most disturbing shit I ever seen. And this I saw last year.
1: And yes. it sounds similar you, to
0: what you're talking about.
1: And and it's it is similar in a way that I just think how do how do those people get there? How do they get so lost? Where they get involved in this thing, and I feel like it's because no one gave them a grace period. No one, no one (laughs) went, no one actually listened to them or, or saw the warning signs and they what did they really want like they wanted to either be left alone, or they wanted some sort of community. Same thing on the, and I try to look at it from both sides. Like, okay yeah you got a job to do. And they're saying, "Yo, you got to go in and you got to blast these dudes." It's like open warfare. And then they get up there and they're like, "Wait, this is a, like some hicks out in the fucking yeah, woods. Yeah. We got to blast this family. Like this is fucked up." And they killed a dog. And the, I guess the radio the the point I'm trying to make is like I guess the radio uh, host was this guy that they based Rambo off of. Uh
0: huh. And- well, really, you're looking at the guy that based Ramble, <laughs> <off>, but whatever. <laughs> That's another podcast. But yeah, anyway. But they
1: took out all, like, the right-wing
0: shit and yeah, all the yeah. crazy shit <laughs>
1: to make it, you know, Yeah. Of um, course. Uh, palatable, palatable. Yeah. for the mainstream audience, right? But it made me think about how all that shit, all that entertainment and all that stuff in the 80s and into the early 90s was, like, a tool for propaganda. I don't look at anything without questioning it. But yeah. even now, they try to use that against you. Like, why are you questioning everything? And I'm like, isn't that we're supposed to do? Like, all I know is that I don't know. Yeah.
0: No, now it's a. if you question something, you're you're questionable. It's like, especially in our world, I don't. That's the part that bugs me out the most. And from the underground scene, uh, everybody's, oh, you know, you can have your own opinion about everything, but. The, the, from the underground scene, some of the, the, the shit that the feedback that I'm feeling for people, I'm disappointed in a lot of people, not because of the choice they are, but how they're questioning people questioning. It's like, no yes. question, everything it's just, as a human question, everything that just means not accepting everything that's just handed to you. That's people that want uh, um, fast food you know quick satisfaction you know what that gives you diarrhea oh quick it, yeah. you know what you i, know don't? What I, mean? I just, every
1: everybody's like the nascar driver you ever see the nascar driver when he fakes to drink the shit yeah. cuz it's poison he don't want to drink the drink but they yeah. they're cutting him a check right i used to when i first went to russia and we played i was like oh shit all the 80s movies were
0: bullshit like they this all the shit was fake they love us. They it's, caught, it's, Amazing. I love it, Russia. Shout out to fucking Moscow, that brigade and yes, all the Russians out there. But,
1: but now you got a whole new generation of kids where that's are they're, they're believing this new propaganda. Yeah. Right. And, and we don't have to get into the whole Russia thing because that's the leaders and the politicians and the oligarchs and everybody like fucking it up for the common man. Yeah. Like, that we have to go play to or that we um would uh would have on a podcast or would hang out with if we were there and that's what was always mind-boggling to me it was like how are you going to side with someone who wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire like it it, it, and and how are you not going to question um get it what what's really going on and so when i and same thing. I'm sure you, you know, you, you realize that when you started traveling the world too, it's like, you go, Oh, wait, I see that all this corporate shit is just for the few it's rules for thee, not for me. It's just for the few to make the money off of it. these old families, this old general wealth generational wealth while we fight over the crumbs and, uh, and cannibalize, you know, what's little left. And it's too bad because if more people had divergent thinking and, and more people had a different worldview, there would be more of a grace period and, and more de-escalation and more
0: understanding and a better community overall. And I could break it down for the everyday moron, being a former everyday moron, former. You go to a bar, oh, you don't want to do no corporate thing, I'm going to go to my local bar and I'm going to play a show there because Jaeger might say sponsored. Well, guess what the fuck that bar's serving? They're not serving that house bar beer, that house bar liquor. They're serving fucking um, um, uh, um, um, whatever, Budweiser, Heineken's, or corporate companies. are. They're getting their money there. What you got, what you, everybody out there should be more concerned with, yo, I hope fucking is playing HeyBree, because I love Habri and HeyBree puts people on. I hope they're getting paid. That's what people don't do. They don't support in that way. They just look for the minute they could shit on you instead of Letting, you know, bigging people up and, and the bands they love, they wait for the moment to say, ah, you did that wrong, you did that wrong. No, why don't you look at it that way? People forget. You know how many shows you put on where you mix the bills, you gave new bands the chance to do that? Oh, also, by the way, it was sponsored by somebody. Why? You had an option. You had a chance to get a, a, a check and also do something the way you wanted to do it. And that meant giving a lot of bands a fucking chance. And People don't see that. They'll say, oh, hey, Bri, what's up with that Jägermeister shit? And that's why they got to remember, yeah, Jägermeister, where you saw the terrors, the fucking All That Remains, where you saw whoever it was, that's where you got to see them the first time. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the Jägermeister tour, or whatever tour it be, you know, whatever response. I go, anybody else, the same thing, like, with Mabel. we would, people used to think, we are and always will be a New York hardcore band, but we always were down and you know that we play with anybody and want to play with anybody and everybody just because who we are, doesn't mean we don't love everything else.
1: And it provided a lot of value and it provided people with a lot of things beyond just entertainment. And so, and, and when, when the shit started to grow and you guys gave back and took other bands that it was an abundance mentality, whereas this squandering is what the corporations did, you know, like yeah. when when and, and every side is guilty. Yeah. Right. Bill Clinton, the Bushes, Obama, they're all guilty of it, because when you go try to buy something wholesale and start a business now and you're being put into competition with someone who is working and, and making the same product at slave wages, there's no winning. It's the greed at the top that you do when, do you remember first going out of the country and be like, yo, no one's driving a Ford. Nobody's driving a fucking GM. No one's driving a Buick. You know why? Because the greed at the top (laughs) fucked up the product, fucked up the brand. Those were great communities, a burgeoning, beautiful economic times. They fucking ruined it and just dumped it into despair. You gotta watch the American Greed shit too. That was another thing I watched.
0: Yeah, I, I, I didn't one. see that. I know. Yeah, I didn't see Check,
1: that. check, check out American Greed. It's really good. I just watched this wild one about um this chick that ripped off Dennis Rodman and the I basketball heard about Hall a, fame.
0: Yeah, she was like an assistant or something, and She was all bullshit. It was all bullshit, right? Yeah, yep. I heard about it, took her for mad money
1: ripped off ricky williams but and it, it's really made me think that that greed mentality if that that non-abundance thinking is what fucks everything up because even now we're seeing it with the inflation like try to start a coffee shop
0: Fuck try that. to start
1: a fucking printing anything. press and try to start anything the cost is so high because what do they do they go oh we're not gonna we're not gonna uh we, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about that. This T-shirt is being made by a child fucking yeah. laborer. They leave that part out. Yeah, they don't the want southeast. to say that. Yeah, right. I want to say that. But but then if you if you try, that's why I try to support as many. All you can do. There's only so many arrows in the day, but you can support as many small businesses and you can support as many companies that you feel do things ethically and provide abundance and pay their workers good. And that's all you can do. You can't, you can't go into every... There's not enough time in the day to go into every little last situation. Um, but when I can choose, I try to choose at least a little bit in the direction Yeah. so that I was a little bit better than yesterday or a little bit more focused than yesterday.
0: If we're conscious of it, it's, it's, we're doing something about it. It's just not giving a fuck about it means it's never going to ever kick in. You know what I mean? That's the difference. If you just don't give a fuck, then... You're not gonna eventually make a conscious effort when it's in the back of your head. It'll make its way up front. The same way we all realize priorities. The older we got, families we got, th- different things mattered more. Man, like now I gotta wake up early and work out. I'm getting older. Now I gotta eat clean. Now I gotta chill out with we'll party. You know, but you realize you gotta do these things. Five years. It may happen last year. Five years ago, you th- you know. At the it's it's crazy. After you hit your thirties. I think like every two, three years become like, it's like, it becomes like skipping seven years, eight years. Yeah, It's just you, these different fucking chapters of your life. They change so crazy. Like I'm such an old man in so, in so many ways. And I'm such a little kid. Look, like, I, I dress like a little kid. So I don't give a fuck. If I could be in shorts, <laughs> flip flops and a t-shirt the rest of my life, I'm good. But I, I realized like, I don't do anything. I don't want to do. I don't even uh, let me see. I know if I I ain't doing it. I didn't even like, even some guys, Hey, let's have a drink. Shout out to all my drinkers out there, but I don't drink and not no more. But like, they'll be like, come on, just for that. No, but what about no.
1: (laughs) And if you feel better, you do better.
0: Yeah, exactly. And my whole thing is no, you know why? Ever since I had kids, any patients that I had in my body, which I barely had any go to them. Everybody else, you get the yes or the no. It's I got no, but I learned that with age just to like, you know, it's like when we were kids and and you're smoking weed, right? And there's the one kid who don't smoke weed. And every, come on, smoke. Come on, smoke. Come on, smoke. Come on. And you bother the fuck out of it. I was that dude. You bother the fuck. The kid gets high. Now he's bugging out. Now there's no fun for nobody. You waste your weed. You just fuck some kid up. There's no fun. And then you realize when you get older, leave him alone. I remember stigma doing that. We were like bothering somebody. We were like 19, 20 and the stigma. Leave him alone. He don't want. Don't waste it. Who cares? The older you got, then you realize it's like, yeah, leave him alone. He don't want to blaze. Why are you gonna give him something that he don't want? It's so simple. Like the yeah, it's so simple. And that
1: that imposition of wanting to, uh, and and that's that's why I try to always think about what the um, intention is. And I and, and you can't. It's it's hard to do. But like even on this last tour with Randy, he's like recycling every day, grabbing all the bottles. He's gonna recycle. Nice. Now I saw this whole thing where. These motherfuckers just went to the dump, and it was like they were. It was a scam. They just took the bottles. They didn't fucking scumbags. recycle them. Yeah, recycle them. And but that doesn't mean that you don't still make an effort. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And,
1: and so much of that we know because we've signed bad deals. We've played like we've committed to things where it didn't work out, and then the failure. You go. It doesn't mean that you just go. Well, I'm not doing it anymore because it's if if you fall into that apathy and if you fall into that way of thinking. Then you're no better than what those people were doing. You know that they're they're they've given up. That's why they're scamming. They've run out of out of ideas. Yeah, and, you know. And I don't want to be like that. And I don't want to. I don't want to push that. So what I do is, you know, he was on me about the flossers. Shout out to Randy. I love Randy.
0: Shout he's out to like, fucking okay, my. I'm gonna <laughs> want to get Randy on it. To shout out Randy's a good dude. I know, but he's a nut also. You gotta. You gotta get him on. Hell and yeah. I and I and I told Randy like
1: more power to you and anything you want to push that you feel is positive, more, fu- more power to you. I don't, I don't push the same type of stuff just because I wouldn't want someone to go, Oh, I'm going to do this. Cause Jossa said to do this. And yeah. then if it doesn't work out, um, like I can't t- like, like, I don't want any up-and-coming band or up-and-coming podcaster to go and sign some shitty deal with a sponsor and sacrifice their integrity. I'm just saying, what I did, I was fully fucking aware of yeah. what I did. And if I if it worked out, great. If it didn't, it was a failure that I try to learn from. And just like I said earlier, be better than I was yesterday. And it's a work in progress. It's, it's fucking a struggle just yeah. to get up some days. I go, what are we doing all this shit for? But then... You get the message that the kid who goes, that was my first show, Megadeth, Lamb of God, yeah. Trivium and fucking Hatebreed and it was a life changer and I now I'm listening to all these records and I bought the fucking Jost the solo record and I got the fucking sorrow ah, yeah. shit and I now I'm into Crowbar and now I'm into Madball and AF. Yeah. And I just I just had a kid write me I just listened to he signed up for gas digitally listen to the episode with Roger and he's like I just bought Roger's book shout out to Roger blessings and health yeah, and love, love to you Roger, Roger
0: everybody always of course hell
1: yeah and I go there you go that's why you do it right you focus on what you can do what you can change so I'm not gonna go to Randy and be like yo that half of this fucking recycling shit yeah. is a scam. No, because I don't know. I just heard that. and I'm just trying
0: to think. Yeah, yeah. Put you on from
1: both sides, you know? And
0: that's what sucks that people like that try to do shit, you know? And and then there's people that take advantage. I just heard this about McDonald's the other day. I heard that, you know, they're like, oh, you want to donate, you know, whatever for the kids of whatever McDonald's kids, you know? And then it says uh, McDonald's donates, you know, every year, four million or whatever dollars to it. I found out that extra money is the money they're collecting. They give the money, but they getting it back from that. So yeah, they, they kind of do that. Yeah, they, they already got it like you know, you're paying for it before on their name. And I was like, this mother, mother motherfuckers like giving us meal warm Big Macs, which I love a Big Mac. I haven't had a Big Mac <laughs> in a while, by the way. Which I miss. But fish it ain't filet. real meat. It ain't real meat, but I love it. Yo, shout out to the Big Mac. Oh, fish and shit. Yo, actually,
1: <laughs> you gotta tell them extra you got to say no cheese, extra tartar, because then because they could never peel off that cheese. It's like fucking glue. So oh, they got yeah, you know to make a fresh one.
0: They got to make a fresh one. Right. That's the Ah, sca- uh, That's how you do. I said, no, let's cheese. Uh,
1: let's shout out um, some Patreon people here. Yeah, hit CJ them up. Buggins, Chris Shea, Glenn Howlett, Dustin. So they were psyched when we posted.
0: Hell yeah. Of-
1: Smoking word this morning, 9 a.m. up and at him. Dustin Stone, single ID, Chad Green, Andy Wilson, Paul Fairley.
0: Bo 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 yeah. Make
1: sure you sign up to
0: Hoyas Patreon. Listen and, and shout out to all you Patreon guys. If you sh- if you join mine or not, or you just on Jamie's because on the real dash keeps these things going and um it gets us motivated because we have motherfuckers that depend on us and it gives us a reason to do what we do that's why we're the the type of people that got to stay busy so you guys give us a reason to keep doing this as corny as it sounds it's real it gives us like yo we have our followers you know they they, they're invested in it and then we invest in you guys that's why same thing with me like that's why i got my big million dollar studio you see it you you know that joe rogan ain't
1: the only one bubbling you guys get the a, a lot of credit too for kind of being the tipping point with like, you know, the whole live shows coming back and being able to like put up the risk. And that was a big risk. Right. And did and then I know, cause I talked to a lot of managers and booking agents that were like, wow, thank God, Madball!" Like yeah. you, like another pun, pardon the pun. Yeah, You really set it off yeah. in that sense where it was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to take the risk. And at the end of the day, I think now, where because crowbar is going out right now with uh, shout out to mother Fu- yeah
0: shout out to fucking curtain all, all the boys from crowbar I, crowbar like i don't know that much we're gonna do a track i need fucking i need kirk on a track i need you to yell on a track or something i've been having the ideas so kirk i'm gonna get at you but
1: definitely he would love that he would oh yeah that. he's he loves Madball. still wears the hoodie the yeah shirt yeah everywhere. yeah
0: no shout out to the crowbar and nola that's my and-
1: shit they're going out and then you see all these small club tours now going out weekends happening and things because what's happening is people are like, oh, yeah, we 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 have to get back to the way it was because life is fucking boring yeah. and idle time is the f- what is this? What is the quote? Let's be cliche. Idle time is the devil's fucking playground yeah. or some. Shit. Yeah,
0: some shit. I got my GD. I forgot what that is. So did I. Where'd you get yours from? <laughs> Of uh, uh, Queen's College, like barely. Was,
1: I think was but gay, barely, right.
0: you know. I think
1: my father got a deal too because he was painting like some of the classrooms. Like he was like going there at nights yeah, he got it. Ceiling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man. I when, when I was getting my GED, Ezek was taking classes at the college, and he would come look at me through the window and talk shit <laughs> on me. Hey, shout, shout out to e. E. shout out to E in his law career with <laughs> <was> his fucking <laughs> tattoos awesome. on his face. Yo, shout out to Di- Diablo's Den <laughs> podcast. But, yeah, no, three, that's it, awesome. it's, it's fucking crazy. I want to ask you this before we keep going. But this is one thing I had up front because it's going to go down, I think, tomorrow. Who you got? Usman, Kobe, Rose, Whaley, and Chito and Edgar. Those are the three I want your picks because I know you follow this and this card is ridiculous. And there's been a lot of Stout. good cards, a lot of good cards. But this one, ooh, this one got me got some bangers i love gagey and i love chandler it's so hard to that one kills me that one kills me hard that one kills me hard because i love them the same like they're the same dude
1: i know it's and they're great and they're both so entertaining and god i'm so i'm a big fan of both of them so i i i just have this feeling that so maybe some of the wars added up for justin and and i know that Michael's chandler's been in a lot of wars too but i've just have a feeling that it, it might go michael's way but either way i'm i'm like i just don't want anybody yeah to get seriously hurt like <laughs> oh, those yeah, are two guys that, that you know, yeah that's that c- some real gladiator shit like where for they sure. could you know it, this could be a life-changing fight for either one of them um,
0: Rose, I gotta go with Rose, I love Rose Yeah, that's um, gonna be I, that. How she won, I, I, I gotta admit When that, that happened, I was like, I love Rose And I was like, there's no way she's beating Wei Li. I was like, because Wei Li's a beast I said, there's no way I go She's the one who's gonna beat everybody And smash them, then Rose put it on I felt stupid And I was like, but she beat it so convincingly But I'm still 50-50 on that And I'm gonna go with Wei Li Just for Warren and Royce Shout out to Warren and Roy. All right. But, wow. but I love, if Rose wins, I'm going to be mad happy. But Well, that's think, the thing. It's two, I, I, it's, yeah. it's
1: two possibilities for a trilogy. We, we would both, win, like the fans would win if we bo- get both trilogies. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I really need that trilogy. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think, and I think Uzman's like so secretly mad with all the shit being said about his dad and all the stuff that where I feel like, He's just gonna murk Kobe and then there is not gonna be a trilogy.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't see that either, but what if Kobe puts it on a magic? I thought I don't think he could. I think Usman's is is is, is, is peaking, but I know he got bad knees. He got yeah. really, really, really bad knees. And you know what I what what I heard. It, you know, obviously they do a lot of shit talking for money or whatever. He kind of threw out the little, oh, I want to go out like fucking homeboy, retire undefeated or whatever. I'm like, I love Usman, but I'm like, slow down. Number one, you can't do that. You ain't Khabib. One, you got to, you got to, he done a lot. Don't get me wrong. He got to do a lot more to say, I want to go out to be like on goat status. Cause that's what he's trying to say. You're not goat status. Yeah. You could be that. You could be on your way to be under there. There's people. Khabib is too far from everybody. He really yeah. is. That that it just him and some of these other guys. You know, you could take you know the feed doors and you just compare time frames. That's all the only difference between guys like that. Isn't you know, it they crazy both crazy how the they, wrestling
1: nullifies the power? And you think, okay, maybe that's what Kobe's going to do. Is going he's going to really just push
0: the wrestling this time more and more? And who's and the better wrestler? Who's the better wrestler? That's going to be the question because they both bu- Kobe I know was whatever big national champ like a, a couple time national champion but i think usman had a high he was high high level wrestler yeah. also so
1: and we saw that with the in the woodley fight with usman but i i think that that's the that's the key there because especially if you just look at what kabib did with with justin and justin's a wrestler that's the crazy thing he, he made it look so easy and he's a
0: national champ so, so i so i hit up um cm you know when some of these fights go on and I go, because and I really and I meant this. I was like, Khabib's losing. I thought that I had a feeling. I said, not because he um Gagey was better, but I said, Gagey's that dude who's just gonna come with the power and with the wildness, he's gonna catch him. Cause Kabib could catch, he could take a punch, but he gets caught. He has got caught. And I'm like, yeah. if I go, oh, if that Gagey, that 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 like you know, Colorado white boy, wherever he's from, lands, I go, ooh it's going to be lights out. And I see and, and him like, are you bugging? Like, he was like, are you? And I'm like, man, the minute how he got beat, I was, I was psyched, but I was like, I didn't even want to answer the fucking, the text. I was like, fuck, he was right. I didn't think he would get smoked like that. But
1: you know what? And I, I don't want to make excuses, but I really think that, especially after seeing how hooker got, uh, taken out quick, uh, this last, um, I yeah. think, that the, I think the Abu Dhabi shit, I think the travel, not? the press, the whole thing. Yeah, I just don't think they're a hundred percent, and I don't know. I'm not. Justin. N- none of these guys make any excuses, but I. I wonder because I, I know. I know what it's like just to try to do a fucking thirty-five minute set after yeah. like three flights and a layover, and then you go to the hotel and some somebody's banging on the fucking yeah. know, door. Like, next like door. Got
0: <laughs> get driven to dinner,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Try to get shit brought to you, and we're like,
0: oh, hold on, imagine then having to get
1: punched <laughs> in the Punch face. Your
0: face. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. I think yeah, you might have a little bit of point. Yo, shout out to fucking Chandler. Shout out to Gate. you might no, but you you're right. You're right. That's definitely to be part of it. I had heard this. Probably 10 years ago, from I forgot who, and it might have been from Remco. Somebody very in the mix was before the Khabib train came over, they were like, The Russians are winning everything. Watch. They go, They got dudes right now, the Dagestan or whatever. I'm, uh, um, excuse me if I'm disrespecting or saying something wrong. Dagestan, I don't know. If they call themselves Russian or whatever. But from that area, those style of people that. They're, they were already telling me that 15 years ago. Like, they're already killers there that will kill the roster. A lot of dudes on the roster in the UFC. They're going to come. They're coming. they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Little by little, you started seeing more beards coming. Yep. <laughs> you know? All the, you know, all those, the, the Dagestan crew. All, and those guys got wrestling in their blood. They live in the mountains and they wrestle. Yeah, Insane. Hard. Insane. Hard. Absolutely. All the Sambo guys. So you got Usman. Oh, sorry. So you go on Usman? I'm going Usman, Rose, Rose, Chandler,
1: but I I think it could go either way. Yeah, and what about with, with,
0: with Chito and Edgar? That's going to be a great fight. And I love Edgar, and Edgar's a Henzo guy. Jersey. Henzo's my dude. I love, shout out to Henzo Gracie. He, that's New York Hardcore's number one jujitsu guy for life. <laughs> it's my bro. But um, Chito's – first of all, I'm half Ecuadorian, and Chito's repping Equa. I got to go with Chito on that one. I think Chito's popping right now. Yeah, yeah, Milwaukee, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's—I think he—he's fighting. Uh, he now he does Ruka, and then he's out of. He was out of. Um, who was else was um, out of Milwaukee? Dude, uh, Rufus. Yeah, I think he was at Rufus, or he was with. Um, um, um I forgot. Homegirls camp. Um, the other girl. Um, the short Spanish girl, Carla Esparza, uh, yep. her camp. I think um um Chito was in that camp um. I forgot who else was out of there. Another Cali spot. I forget, but um that's gonna be good. And fucking um what's up with you? What's up with Habree hey now? So what's the deal? You just did this the, the world's greatest, biggest metal tour, what it was called. <laughs> yeah. And we got but, a
1: video coming out. I just gotta edit. I gotta go look at it today. I gotta see how the edit came out. And then we're trying to see if this parkway tour is gonna get rescheduled. Um, because you know, with these. If it gets rescheduled in the spring around the um, festivals, it kind of hinders what we can do as far as the radius clauses with the big promoters. Yeah, um, and we have already pulled out of the European
0: leg of it, and obviously we can't
1: do Australia. You know, one thing I want—I want to shout out to Australian. Hell uh, yeah! Shout listeners. out to all my
0: Aussies out there, and Sheila's out there, my I, they, my.
1: I I had made some comments on my show just about what's going on in Australia. Like they shut literally they it's like there's still some lockdowns and but most people are in support of it. So, look, again, if you're in support of lockdowns, that's on you. I don't support it, but I don't you know, I'm not a virologist and I'm not a local politician and I'm not there. Um, I did see there was a lot of um, protests and there was a lot of people that were anti mandates, anti lockdowns and we're so lucky that we're able to do that in the states whereas yeah. there it's it's, yeah, it's just a fuck. different i miss australia thing. too and i miss it but we're not you know we're not going to be able to go and, and we had to cancel it and that um sucks. and so you know we don't know what the future holds just yet but it would be nice if we figure it out soon because then we can either celebrate anniversaries of certain records or we could go do a new record like i'd like to this record already feels really old to me yeah. because it, you know, it was yeah. recorded a few years back. So I have no problem not touring and then just going and writing a record. But I guess we got Being to figure to that talk. out, right? Like we got yeah. to figure it out because um, I wrote a lot. I wrote. And and I was I'm gonna still say, you got some
0: shit. You got some. Sh- Let me tell you, I, I've been telling you this I, in my gym. I'm in the gym five, six days a week. Hate breed's on regular rotation. That (laughs) shit is. uh, Let me look at. You got me
1: lifting again. Listen, I always, I always
0: always love you guys. I always love you guys, but it would always be like, "Yeah, put it on." I would. No, it's a must. I I tell everybody out there, you're gonna get two to four extra reps (laughs) out of every lift when you got hate breed on. It's just a fucking fact. I'm not even joking, Jamie. I I I post it all the time because I. I go to specific. If I'm gonna lift real heavy, I have to. I can't listen to some other shit. I just for other shit. When that comes on, I, I go to. I got even if I got a forward, Dude, I got to put it to the thing. And I said, you got to make a workout tape, right? Where it's just your songs to the ex- the exercise, because <laughs> sometimes you say shit and I'm and it's going with the exercise, like what I'm trying to do. And I'm like, word, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, I hear that. I gotta do this to do that, and I'm like, "Yo, that, we gotta make a tape where the song
1: coaches you through the <laughs> you, exercise." You, you got you got me back into it because I was I was there was a point. Shout out to Danny from Biohazard because he's he once told me Danny, he's like, "Reignite your ball." He goes, "Lift something heavy, reignite your balls," <laughs> and I I I, I always t- I always tell that story because right. then when you do when you when when you go lift something heavy, it's and then- true. You you feel better. I told my chick, watch out because it's yeah, it might be reignited and and oh
0: yeah. I might be shooting
1: live ones. I got a 22-year-old, but you never know. Maybe listen
0: strong like bull. If (laughs) you get within 10 feet of me and I stare at you hard enough, boom, you're pregnant. So I'm just telling you, guys, lift heavy, move the body. Nobody needs um, um you don't need a trainer. You don't need um, um, a, a million dollar gym thing. You don't need a thousand supplements. What you got to do is you got to just get up and move your body. That's how everything starts. Very simple. And then you can hit up my boy, Adam Blake from H2O. And you pay him if you need it, if you want to get it, because that motherfucker is the truth as far as. The average person getting their health right with the average person mentality being realistic with what we could do with time, families, jobs, how to make it happen, being real realistically and getting fucking um, um, results. I'm his living infomercial for Adam. free. Adam Blake I got from it.
1: H2O. I just so funny you bring him up because I just found I was going through I'm digitizing a lot of the uh paper archives of like the fanzines and the old papers. Like remember when you used to be able to go get like the Aquarian oh, or the yeah, East Coast course. Rocker and all that? Oh yeah. And there's there's the date, like Adam looks like a little baby. There's an article I put I I opened it up and it was an article about shelter. And he's like a baby in it, like uh, not all jacked. Yeah, like, he's still kind of yeah, skinny.
0: Yeah. yeah crazy. No, he's fucking. You know, and again, with Adam, what, you know, all the stuff he had to deal with health in his life and whatever he's fucking diesel, mad healthy. And what I love about him, he's like us a real person who comes from our lifestyle. Who's realistic with time jobs, again, family, being human, not being perfect and just going for health or for looks. He's the man. I, I say it on the real man loves to him for helping me out and all that shit. and, and, Everybody, we got to We got to live longer so you could keep subscribing to our Patreons so you could keep buying our merch. You could keep <laughs> buying our records and what. So, hey, Bree, new record, maybe that's I mean, what I'm yes, thinking, a new yeah. record, but of planning when. Right.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because I, I think if if we're still in this waiting, like, say we're in this waiting game where they're trying to get out and they're trying to get the visas and we want to honor our commitment to them. We love Parkway and it's, and it's going to be dope. Like it's how I heard, I heard who they got to go right before us in the opening band. I can't say who just yet, but it, and I'm like, Whoa, this could be really, really big. Like I could see it going into those little hockey arenas or the big, big theaters. And so it's a, it's a good opportunity, but also we got to know like if they can't get in for some, I'm, I'm hearing they can because, um, Napalm got in, but they're yeah. coming from the UK, so it's yeah. Different. So I know
0: what you mean, but similar accents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turra got in, I guess,
1: or get or was getting in, but they I moved think you need, you
0: you need a heavy accent, and then maybe they yeah, that's what <laughs>
1: they let you in.
0: No, I hear you. I know. I, if it could work, I know what you mean. Like, if, if, it's a, it's a lot of moving parts to make this shit happen. So, like, right,
1: like if you could get in, that's different than being able to get out. Yeah, right. Because if if because then if you're. If you get out of Australia,
0: can you get back in? Yeah. I don't know. If you're right? Parkway Drive, you can. I hope so. Shout out to Parkway Drive. You know Freddie was supposed to do a track with them and he wanted he was going to do it back uh, a couple records back, but we were in the middle of transition and then, you know whatever, but yo, shout out to those guys, man. And shout out all oh, my Aussies. I miss Australia big time, man. Like, Me too. I know. You know, I just love uh, everything hope... about it. I got oh, qu- one question for you. I have a so- a question for a song cuz we always talk music. Like I would say so I, there's a riff, all right. First of all, in defeated, the the defeated. Who wrote it? Uh, I think I wrote that one. Okay, because the reason why I'm asking, so when I hear it, you know what I hear? I hear shout, shout everybody now, shout, everybody, everybody <laughs>
1: shout. And I said, yes,
0: that motherfucker had that in his back of his head. I, every time I hear it, and that's one of my jams, because you caught. Everybody out there, I'm gonna give you a little tidbit. I, I may have brought it up once, maybe on yours, but I wrote a song many years ago um, on one of my records, and I basically took uh, Noriega's song. The hip hop artist Noriega had a track where it went bum bu-ba-bum, bum 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 and then I wrote a song. Yeah, so only <laughs> I had this in my head when I wrote the track. The record comes out, I forgot what record. Fast forward, I see Jamie somewhere. And Jamie, you came up to me you like, yo, that one track, <laughs> that's a fucking... Uh, that's Noriega song. And I was like, holy shit. I, you're the only one who ever caught that. And even how you caught it, because it wasn't like one of our main songs, you know, just to be able to catch it, I was like, okay, you get it. So when I heard the feed is... I was like, because that's my shit. And I was like, yo, that's fucking Shout. You know, the metal I Shout. Think, right?
1: Honestly, I think it, it was... It was, I was listening to like Shakira or something, and she had this like, one two one two, and I was like, oh, we don't have like a one two, well like a call and answer thing, yeah. And I I was like, and also I was watching. Um, we were in we were in Europe in um, oh four. Oh, what was the Slipknot tour we did? It was uh, it was Unholy Alliance, Slayer, Slipknot, us, and Mastodon, and. Both Slayer and Slipknot both have those um call and answer with a where they say it and then the, it's a one yeah, syllable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to make it like mantra like because of the songs that worked on Rise of Brutality. Um, like uh This is now live for this, Facing What Consumes You, Doomsayer. They kind of had that like earworm where you yeah, would- yeah, yeah. But defeat us, it didn't it didn't have the same reaction. I actually, and it's not like a big Song on our streaming, so it just it yeah. didn't connect. It's a cool video. Like we shot it at this place where they shot some scenes for War of the Worlds, the the remake with Tom Cruise. We shot it in Naugatuck, Connecticut, and it was a, like I'll never forget that day. It was amazing, and it was really shout out to Rage. It was a cool set and a cool song and a cool video, but um, it just it didn't have the impact that I thought it was gonna have. Monty wanted it to be the first single. He's like, Yo, it's like thrashy, it's hard, yo.
0: I know what he, mean, I know what Monty was thinking. Are he was you, thinking, Yo, are you saying shout, let it all out, or which no, song? no, shout, uh, uh, shout, shout no, no, thunder. no, no, I'll show you. That's funny, I didn't even know all those shouts. I was thinking about from um, 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 Animal House, shout everybody now, shout everybody, oh. now. Shout everybody. get uh, your now. heels
1: up and shout, get everybody. Everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and and how's yours, right? The same thing, oh, that's yeah. how I took it. Thrr. Hey, hey, and I was like, <laughs> got a little bit louder now, a little bit something now, yes. a little bit louder." I'll no, but
1: you. I do, I do stuff like that all the time. Where if it's a pattern that is in earworm, I mean. yeah, um, you know who does that and why? And it's probably a, a testament to their mainstream, long-lasting success is uh Zoltan. I think oh, we f- might have, I think we might have even talked about this. When we were on tour with them, I, we might even have talked about your song because he's like, yo, I'll put on electronica and just because I need a different pattern. Yeah. And he's like, and I'll take some kick patterns yeah, um, and I'll just loop it and then I'll play my riff. Um, And I've done that where like on the Kingdom record, I'll, I, I had Led Zeppelin, but I had it everything muted. It was just. John Bonham, yeah, and so I would write my own riff to the John Bonham beat, yeah, because it was yeah, a yeah. different, yeah, uh, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, like headspace.
0: Yeah, but I, now that great, now I'm gonna every time. Well, we don't yeah. really play. <laughs> I <laughs> we love don't play that it live. Uh, listen, that's my shit. Let me tell you, that's the hardest beginning. That beginning, brrr, that shit it gets me like my heart going right away. Awesome. I guys, that's what I do. Chest. That's my that's my chest day right there. You do yeah. chest <laughs> flies. I do all that. Well, what shit. do you do? I do really um, I'm, I'm, I'm old, like I'll do like, you know, a, a bench, a flies you know, um, very simple. I do an incline, a flat bench, and a flies like old school, you know, half bodybuilder, half powerlifter Not for bodybuilder, but like those, you know, a lot of free weights, as much as I could do without getting injuries. You yeah. know, very simple but like um, I hit every muscle group and I just stay consistent. You know, I just hit it like every day I'm at the gym five, six in the morning. I wake up and I'm like, fuck it. Let me get it done with. And, yeah. and I found it works for me like, like that way. So I just been doing that. But I, everybody guys, especially lift something forget for the looks. It, it builds testosterone. It makes you feel more Reignite. sturdy. Yeah. And, and, and gets the balls oh, Reignite you know, the ball. reignited, like- but, uh, but and what's up with you? What's the rest of the day for you looking like today, Jamie? What are you up to today?
1: So today I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna go meet my father.
1: My father actually just kinda, he kind of threw his back out. I got these, I he don't want he doesn't want to take CBDs. Give him, give, give that, <laughs> yeah,
0: that. I got one
1: to ones. I just went All up right. to mass and you can, you know, they got the dispensaries now. So I went with my daughter. We were going up there for my nephew's christening and we were like, we saw the dispensary off the highway. We we're like, well, fuck it, let's go check out this, the dispensary. And so she got some of these uh, gummies, but they're one to one. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't want. He's like, I want the CBD, but I don't want a lot of yeah, the THC. Yeah, but I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if he'll, if he'll take it. You go pop. Look that way. <laughs> pop that shit right is freaking. Because you look. need a really good CBD, like you yeah. need a thousand
0: milligrams, especially Facts. for back pain. Yeah, but you know what? I, you know when it comes to that, I was like, it, it really could help. You know, it really might be able to help. You know, like. That just ease off that edge. That's why I tell people like it, 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 that shit ain't going to just take the pain away, but it curves the edge off. And that's what you need sometimes to just be able to be comfortable and shit. But um, the back pain
1: is the worst. I mean, yeah. I, I, I it's have, horrible. I've been doing the chest flies, but I've been doing them with wrist braces, which helps my wrist. Yeah. But that's like, I'm trying to lose like the man tits.
0: So you yeah, you know what? But you know what the, you, know you got to do? Don't even go heavy. Just go high reps. Yes. And yep. strict. I, I won't go as strict because I'm trying to keep tension. But for what you do, so you don't got to go super heavy and you just want to burn It's getting mad reps. When you whenever you do something a lot, you're burning. That's yeah. it's common, you know, with anything.
1: So also just- m- with my dad, I think I told him, you know, it's a lot of times back pain is because you're not doing active recovery. It's like you just need that just a little bit to get
0: you up and walking. Now, listen, and and I'm glad you said this because we're actually what we're just talking about, why I wanted to say this before we even left about moving and about guys lifting weights, specifically your men and your backs. That's what goes on men. That's why we have to lift. When we say lift heavy, Adam Blake will say lift something. Obviously, we're not saying, you know, where your balls are going to be splattered on the floor, (laughs) but like move some weight and especially work on your lower back because on men that's what we lose first our lower backs so what we have to do is just strengthen up it doesn't got to be bodybuilder you don't got to be lifting houses just use them more than just standing sitting you know what i mean and that's why because it's very common for men to lose, and it builds testosterone that's gonna make us hold together more you know what i mean that's You know, once you learn how everything works together, you kind of put it together. Oh, when I eat this, I got more gas. When I got more gas, I could do that lift I wanted to lift. Okay, when I do more of that lift properly, I'm getting gains on the muscle group. All right, now you kind of put it together. Ah, Now you get it took, you know, 48 years to figure it out.
1: I'm so tired of having to restock
0: the
1: 3X and the 4X and the 5X. Please, everybody. Listen to Hoya and get in. If you're in a 3X, get into the 2X. If you're in a 2X, get into the X. You're going to feel so much better. Uh, I'm trying to get out of the large back into the medium. You You
0: know what's crazy? I'm an extra large. I never thought I would be extra large. For me, this is like being a small. It's like wearing a a tube top. If I was a girl, there'd be a tube top for me back in the day. And you know how
1: expensive the 2X, 3X, 4X is? Yeah. Like you're going to
0: save so much
1: money. First of all, you know
0: us, even me, why print those <laughs> shit? Shout out to everybody, Costarock.com. Yo, just so you big motherfuckers out there know I got your back, but we pay extra for that extra material. And the shipping, too. Uh, motherfuckers, they buy the pound. Yep. Let me tell you, man, let, yo, shout out to all you chubbies out there. I got your back. I'm with you. I'm, I'm still down with the
1: program. Shout out to Andy Wilson, Dustin Stone. TJ Buggins, Chris Shea, Single YD, we got we got everybody in the chat. Yeah, shout out to all you.
0: Yeah, shout out to everybody holding down. But listen, Jasta, I'm glad I got you. We've been trying to do this for a second, and I'm glad that I was able to get you because, um, just in general, like I, I, I'm a, I was able to do these first bunch. This this is like close to fifty or something. I'm not sure. Congrats! But thank you, and I'm and I was glad that um, everybody were, were, were personal friends. Already, and that's it, it. It wasn't supposed to be about that, but I, I, when I started, I said, Yo, I'm lucky to have a lot of cool friends that doing a lot of cool things, and I was able to still just hit up my friends and still, you know, have people out there, you know, um, uh, joining the ride and all that good, yeah. And shit. I'll tell oh.
1: Kirk too, like, Kirk is, I had Kirk him is- on, yeah, we're gonna, he's- I want
0: to, you know, what we're gonna do one, he's next like time? Carl.
1: He's like, he needs a little help with the laptop and the headphones. And I, and
0: I got Kirk, but next time we're going to do one together, we're going to do a special one. Because I like doing this with the podcast. If some of you guys that haven't tuned in, that you have, I try to throw people like, I try to recreate. You know how those photos are? I said that thing on yours where you had like Biggie Smalls, Kirk Cobain, and like Frank Sinai, like a weird people <laughs> that you would never picture together. I try to throw groups. Where I do the all about the base and bring different people together because we all friends, but people don't see us together. Yeah. So I'm trying try to had
1: uh Henzo on.
0: No, I'm I want to get him. I had Remco, but I want to get Henzo and I want to get him. There's a, a couple connections I want to get, but Henzo, I hit I talk to him all the time, and I would like to get him and do an MMA one. You know what I mean? That Make would up. be
1: dope, yeah. You
0: know, and and he's yeah, the man, You has got a lot to
1: do. You should do your own fight companion, like where you guys are watching the fights. That would be amazing.
0: Yeah. And I'm getting my boy Dracolino. Shout out to Dracolino, you know, in Texas, you know, Grac- Gracie Baja, OG. You know, he came up with Henzo, and he's a real hardcore dude. Oh, hey, brief fanatic. And he's a real hardcore dude from, you know, there's guys that like the bad brains. Shout out to bad brains. But they like, oh, I like hardcore. I was like, no, everybody likes the bad brains. But yeah. when you like that shit, when you're talking that AM shit, you're talking that shit that we know, you're like, okay. You know what's up, so. Um, Do you shot-
1: remember uh, when HR got in the fight with the Beastie Boys uh, tour manager?
0: No, what, what was that?
1: Which so, one? so remember I was telling you about the, the the picture of Adam Blake I found? Yeah. In the same paper. It's either the <laughs> Aquarian or the, like, what was the one in D.C. they had? The free paper in D.C.? I forgot, but I know which one. It was a big one, yeah. Anytime that the ad had our name in it, I would try to get the whole paper and archive it. So that way I could go, oh, shit, this was at this time when this was happening and have the date because I'm horrible with the dates. So and I remember reading it in the van as we were leaving, like either D.C. or Maryland or, or P.A. or Jersey it was East Coast. Definitely. And, it, and I remember reading that they got thrown off of uh, the Beastie Boys tour because HR got into a fight. And I remember thinking, like, and this was pre Chappelle show, but remember, like, keeping it real goes wrong, you know? And I remember we used to always have that problem where you'd go to the backstage if you're opening for a band. there's always some dude. Nah, where's your pass? Where's your wrist? Dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then shit would sometimes happen, and then you wouldn't be allowed back to the club. So I remember, like, Like cataloging that in my mind going, oh, shit, when we open for Entombed or when we open for whatever, like we can't while out because I really felt like how is Bad Brains not the biggest band in the world, especially after Quickness, which was my shit. And then I was thinking, oh, they're not the biggest band in the world because keeping it real, real. yeah occasionally getting- oh, wrong, Yeah. occasionally goes wrong but i guess he like fucked the dude up like broke his nose or broke his jaw or something really bad i don't know i don't know the story it's allegedly but it was written in this paper as like kind of like a in a gossip kind of uh-huh. um section um in you know what the- let me grab it there might be, even be on the cover
0: hold on let me grab it yeah Yo, shout out to the Bad Brains. I'm not the biggest Bad Brain fan. I wouldn't call myself even a fan. I like like three, four songs, but they're OGs in the game. And I got to say, HR is a wild motherfucker. (laughs) If you want to talk about somebody really living that life. There we go. go.
1: East Coast Rocker. Remember this?
0: East Coast Rocker. Hell yeah. That shit was big. That was the shit.
1: June 14th, 1995. So they're the cover story. Like they are 95, like, good year. They beat out Bad Company Bush, Stone Roses, Primus, and Tad. Tad is a great, wow. great underrated band. If anybody remembers Tad, wow, I don't remember. But so in the magazine, um, and I'm going to do like, I'm doing this thing on my Patreon, like uh, called Fanzine Flashback, uh-huh. where I go and I'll talk about whatever the interview or the story is. Uh, and shout out the writer, and then you know if it, yeah. if it was something like this that affected me because I was like, I was like, wow,
0: man, Beastie Boys, you get that Beastie Boys tour? That's a <laughs> big opportunity, you know. Yeah, and 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 you know exactly. I heard um, um well, when Murphy's Law did the tour, I think you know Jimmy jumping in the crowd and doing stuff like that, people were <laughs> kind of bugging back then too, like, yo, what the fuck? You yep. know what I mean, but you they know, were people- from
1: the scene, right? So they they wanted
0: to probably give back. Which they did. And that's what I love. Again, shout out. Listen, shout out to dudes that that that, that are about it. And don't just talk about it. You know, um, guys like that. Look at the BC Boys took out fucking Murphy's Law when they did not need to take out Murphy's Law. But you know what? They, they remember their roots. They don't got to go around sh- sh- shouting out New York hardcore. But they always said they were a, a punk band. They came out of the New York hardcore scene. I never seen people talk more about stigma than them. They always show love to stigma, yeah. cause that's where the dudes they looked up to. You know what I mean? And that's what I love when guys show love like that. Like, yo, know, nobody wants. Look at. I don't need no handout, but show respect to the fucking OGs. That's what I say. Not yeah. to me, to them, to the Rogers, to the Vinnies. You know, the Blood Cut. Those dudes been around. They're still around. The G- Jimmy Gestapo, They're still around doing it. We're lucky to have them still. Imagine still being able to, to, to Instagram Elvis if you were an Elvis fan. Well, we I have know. our Elvis still alive. You know, yeah. your Frank Sinatra to be able to get a DM from a fucking, you know, we got him. That's our Roger. We, we got these guys still alive. They're still trying to do records. they do doing, you know, we're lucky in that way. And we're seeing, like, how long could you be in, in a hardcore band on a punk? Well, stigma's the bar. Yes, exactly. You're looking at it, we're looking at it in and- real time.
1: Yeah, you and you know that, what's great too about this? Would I was I really reflected on this when I was because I stopped everything. I was out doing yard work and I was actually gonna just grab some of these newspapers to use in the fire pit, but yeah. I was also scanning the little ad that we would be featured in. Yeah. The, the the show that we were playing was actually at Coney Island High. There's a little ad. That's why I kept the paper. I
0: just saw the video before we went on. I, I was going through a video and that came up the Coney Island High show that you were at.
1: That's the then one you that you the ad in the paper. I, so that's just why saw I that before the, you came on.
0: That's crazy.
1: So the so the, the thing about it was I thought, wow, you know That didn't fuck it up for them because they still got signed to Madonna's label. They still went on and did, you know, I saw them with Chuck Mosley. I saw them yeah. with um the other they, guy.
0: They had their chances. They had with Adrian. They, they, you know, they had it just never lined up. Yeah. You know, it didn't line up, you know what but I mean? But it doesn't
1: take away what they did, that they Absolutely didn't have not. that huge commercial success. It's just, it was, it was just fascinating to me to go back like in a little time capsule. Yeah.
0: I'll give you something. I'll say something now that you won't admit and you won't say none, but I'll say it. And, I, and I, <laughs> I was there when you did, when Haybreed did what I thought was the unthinkable and that was smoke Slayer at the Roseland. <laughs> I was there and I was there. I was there. with hey, I was there. You guys probably got us in. I was there always favorite. Hey, but I was like, oh, Slayer. And hey, Breed, step back. You know, all right, Jamie. All right, BDQ. All right, cool. Let it know when you niggas played. I said right there, it wasn't even a close. And I love Slayer. Slay is the G's. We all know that. We don't got to say that. I said to myself, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even closed. Oh, thank and you. that's when I realized, I was like, all right, they're on some other shit. They got to go. Like,
1: you guys you know, got to go. we, we literally owe it all to them because that yeah. was kind of like our ultimate warrior moment. And even yeah. though... Even though Hulk is always Hulk, yeah, yeah, and and, and has a bigger, uh, more more deep legacy, at yeah. some point he had to put over the Warrior, yeah. and yeah. that's kind of like what they did for us. And the Warrior, it was a shorter career. Yeah, but what was-
0: <laughs> it was like wait, Hulk Hogan or Bob Backlund had to bring over Hulk <laughs> Hogan. No, but but I I I I, literally, I remember that, and I was like, oh my god, I was like that is not supposed to happen.
1: No, you know, that's later. He-
0: we, it's we not were in Italy. To happen.
1: They he was waiting for us to get slay- He would call it Slayerized. And we were in Italy. And the oh, the whole the whole crowd was chanting Slayer, and he was right on the on the um side of the stage, but our backdrop hadn't dropped yet. Yeah. And so he was waiting. Oh. You know, he was like, Oh, this is gonna be the one. Cause it hadn't happened in the stage, yeah, It yeah, hadn't yeah, happened yeah. yet. <laughs> he was waiting and he's looking and they dropped the hate banner and it started. Uh, and they started chanting us he's
0: like, Fuck.
1: and i was like oh shit I yeah, was like, now yeah. it's on because uh, you, yeah. you know how hard it is in europe of like course we, anyway that's like we already, we like, already you know, tried with sepultura where we were you know there was some nights it was really hard uh, but that we would win them over eventually but it was like a lot of work but we, but but with slayer we had already had two three records out so on that one i was like all right, maybe we're maybe this is going somewhere. Yeah, you know, like, yeah.
0: No, but I remember that Roseland show, you guys in them. I don't know how many times you play Roseland, but that one specifically, I don't remember what it was years ago, obviously. But I remember being like, Oh
1: shit. Yeah, KC K C went into Stern the next morning and talked about it on Stern. And I was like, oh, We made it. Oh we I made <laughs> it. they talked about us on Stern. Like he's like he, he he gave us the props, like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, But I wish we filmed all
0: that shit, man. I really do because it's hard. I know you know yeah, it sucks that it ain't like now that's you know, every angle from fucking every phone and yep. every fucking everything from
1: fuck because that was it. probably the hardest pit. That and Detroit on that run are probably the two scariest hard- and actually uh Tito Puente Stadium in Puerto Rico when we play was that's with, hard uh, uh six feet under and us that's in Puerto hard. Rico. That's that hard. was the most violent. Those three: Puerto Rico, San Juan, Detroit, New York City. Those are hardest pits I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised
0: Chile wasn't in there. To me, bro. oh Chile, Chile. too. Yeah. You to, know, yeah,
1: Roger had to. Roger had to come out and t- and and tell the crowd, please, like, please yeah. calm down, because <laughs> because I thought. I thought maybe AF wasn't even going to get to play because they kicked in the doors. I
0: know they And
1: then what? they were
0: like shaking the van
1: with all of us in it.
0: Viva Chile. shout out
1: Chile to my chilenos
0: and Gilen- They are wild cats and they live that shit.
1: Colombia too.
0: Oh look was. at every oh, so we're lo- we're lucky to come from the scene that we come from that people they show the passion you know they don't keep it on the inside like yeah that's just like they wear it you know And they do oh. love this you know when they're fanatics they're fanatics you know oh yeah I'm- the promoter goes they're their fans
1: but they're your fans but they will yeah. fuck you up
0: <laughs> yo they were like i was going through the crowd they're like snatching the hat off my head but yeah. almost taking my head off with it like <laughs> that like yoking me up like oh like putting me in Mataleons, and like i'm like fighting like Black belts, just like the yelling mad boy lyrics in my ear, trying to put me to sleep. I'm like, motherfuckers are wild, but uh, I wore but, like five shirts. That way
1: I could just take, the, if they were grabbing the shirt, I could just yeah, take, go out of it. <laughs> and then I had another one on. We had
0: a sneak, Fred, one <laughs> one of the times we had a sneak, Freddie. there was a whole line of, of security guards and like orange jackets. They put it on Freddie to try to sneak them and put a fake Freddie. <laughs> like whatever, they they were hip. They're smart, these motherfuckers. Shout out to my Chilenos, but... uh.
1: But used so to uh, do a whole podcast yeah. about that South American tour with us in AF Roger had a standoff in Rio. He's like, yo, get everybody, get them oh, in here. Yeah. I was Listen, like, well, are we
0: going we to die in Rio? <laughs> we had a standoff too in Sao Paulo back in the day. And the dude was like the promoters, like, yo, he pulled out a gat and he was like, yo, you guys are going to play or whatever. And we're like, yo, fuck that. We ain't playing shit. We're going to walk out. And there was a back door and they locked the back door. So we had to go out the front. Check this out. We're like, <laughs> fuck that. We're going, and the promoters that took us were like, look it, you're going to get your money no matter what. We're going to pay you, but fuck this guy from this club. He's threatening us, and we're like, fuck that. You know, we were the a whole bunch of people from Sao Paulo, and we're like, yo, dude, fuck that. We're all walking out, but stay together. Fuck it, you know? If ha- so we all stay together, we all walk out the front. Check this out. We get to the front of the club. The guy goes, the- he's a coke head promoter. Like, not even a hardcore dude. You could tell just like, a scumbag bar owner. He's like, "Hold up, hold up! I'll get you your money. Check this out." We're outside the club. He goes across the street. There's a guy with those PLO rags, you know, the white spot with the black spots bandana in a car with the mask on. Hands him a, a thing with money. The, the guy comes. The yeah, the guy comes. Yeah, and then he comes in and he goes, "All right, here's some of it." Wasn't all the money. It was half the money. We said, "Fuck." We went in. We did five songs and left. But this was at a hardcore show, and yeah. a guy with a mask, hand, you know, it was insane. We we're like, Crazy. yo, this is fucking. You motherfuckers about to appreciate the fuck we do for you guys <laughs> out there. Join this Patreon, goddammit. And fucking buy the merch and hate breed and mad ball and fucking Casa the Rock and smoking words and Jasta shows and all that shit. Fucking. For sure. But listen, yo, Jasta. Yeah you. yeah, you know, I love you. I'm glad you jumped on, shot your toe the fellas. What's me. up? Hell yeah, I've been waiting. I'm glad. I'm going to get fucking, we got, I'm getting beady on. I need that bass in the house. We got to get the bass players some more play. I'm the guy when he plays, Craig, I'm like, everybody, D I'm going to like, announce the band. On one show. We are. We're going to get the scumbag fucking cypher. <laughs> and we're going to call it the scumbag cypher, and I'm going to get a, an accumulation of, don't <laughs> worry, I got a couple of people in the works. So, uh, But, yo. Awesome. Thanks for love, having bro, me. One love, bro. Hell yeah. One love. Love you too. Shout out to everybody holding it down. I'll hit you up when this comes out and send you the flyer, Jamie. For sure, yeah. I'll blast it out to everybody. Peace. One well, love. Thanks, hey, everybody.
1: We out. Thanks, Hoya.